Hello and welcome to episode 208, holy shit, can you believe it, of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. How do you do? I'm Mark. If this is your first time listening, every Thursday I put out a Led Zeppelin or Led Zeppelin adjacent podcast, for instance, Page Plant Show, a John Paul Jones Show, a Jimmy Page Show, Firm, Robert Plant, any of those things are fair game, Page Plant, even Zoe Crows. Oh my God, the list goes on uh, on Thursdays. And then um, every once in a while, when time allows and inspiration hits on the weekends or on any day other than a Thursday, I may put out a classic rock episode of a live show from another band. These are all um, in the vernacular bootleg recordings, but these are recordings made by people who snuck a recorder into the show and uh, recorded it for themselves or to trade or, you know, to spread the love. There's a zillion of them out there, and I aim to evangelize everyone on how amazing they are. Alrighty, today we have a show that I've done at least once already. March 21st, 1975, arguably in the popular parlance the best 1975 show. I don't necessarily agree, but it definitely has the best vibes. Um, I'm not a big fan of Jimmy's out of tune guitar, but that is more the March 1975 thing. Anyway, this is when, uh, substances were consumed in mass quantities. And, uh, I don't know. 75 is not many people's favorite tour, because it's basically a, uh, in many ways, a lower uh, tier 1973 tour, as far as the vibe and things like that. But I like this show. I do like the 75 tour for what it for what it is and what it has. It was the first tour that had super marathon sets, but also included super marathon performances. I mean, we've had 20 minute dazed and confused. We've had 30 minute, whole lot of loves with the medallies before, but now we've got 45 minute dazed and confused and 30 minute Moby Dick and 15 minute in my time of dying and 15 minute or 10 minute cashmere and long songs as was going on. It's not like they were the only band that were doing it. Yes. Was going out and playing just Album sides were songs. Uh, Pink Floyd, same thing. It was uh, the creative bubble had expanded to the point uh, where it was going to burst. Punk was happening, bubbling up. And uh, yeah, it is it is an interesting tour. Robert got the flu at the beginning of it in February for some reason, getting off the plane in Chicago in February or January at that point uh, without a coat and with an open shirt is not good for the health. And uh, Jimmy had broken his finger, his uh, left ring finger, and was he modified his playing, he modified the set list a bit, but also took to, that's when you see those, you know, the pictures of him just pounding bottles of Jack Daniels and things like that. He was uh, managing his own pain rather than rehabbing properly and maybe delaying the tour, which would have cost a million dollars. But 
The long and short of it is May 21st, 1975, Seattle, Washington. Led Zeppelin played a wonderful show. I think it has the longest days to confused on record. We're not going to hear it. You can hear it in one of my other episodes. The reason that I am playing this show again is because there is yet another release of it. Uh, it is a matrix, which is a, where they overlay the, an audience recording over a soundboard and then balance the levels between the two after taking a ridiculous amount of time syncing them up so that you have the clarity of a soundboard recording, but you have the atmosphere and energy of an audience recording. And if you can hit the balance right, you can make it sound tremendous. This is a Northbridge remaster. I did a Northbridge remaster not too long ago, a couple months ago, on one of the Madison Square Garden shows for the 77 tour. And I like, I like, I like, I like the work they do. So I saw this on Dime a Dozen and uh, snatched it. Aside from the fact that it is just two days after the 48th anniversary of this show. Fuck. Shit's a long time ago now, which must mean we're all getting old. Well, let's hop on to it. This is a great show with great sound and great vibes. We're going to start with, oh, we're going to start with a good one. We're going to start with a lovely rendition of Trampled Underfoot. Great song off of Physical Graffiti, a song they did for every tour following once it was released. So the 75 tour, 77, all the shows of 79, and all the shows of 80, too, I think, had trampled underfoot. So good song, great groove. When it works live, it works really well. And I hope you enjoy it. Trampled underfoot, Northbridge remaster, Matrix recording. This is a great sounding show anyway. I think it sounds better. Not everybody likes matrices. It's hard to, you can't really sync everything up perfectly just because over time things drift and even uh, a minute drift in syncing, which may not be audible, is more audible with things like uh, the drum cymbals, for instance. They may sound a little swishy, but it sounds great. It should sound wonderful to you. Sounds wonderful to me. Hope you dig it. Trampled under foot, 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 foot. Oh, 
with just a little bit of gallows pole thrown in. I think this concert has the right vibes for a good time, yeah? No pretense, everything is just straight on the level. It's really nice, really feels good. Uh, our wishes and um, heartfelt sorrow go out to Benji Lefebvre, who's suffering from a social disease at the moment. Poor Benji. Don't forget to pop into the clinic in California. Panama Pete's still in the wings and we're still here. See what I mean? It's with things like, I think Robert had a tambourine that he was beating there, and it just sounded... Those those quick, high-frequency, transient sounds are uh, ridiculously difficult to sync up. But, all in all, I think it sounded great. And I hope you agree. If you didn't, okay, sorry. Different strokes, right? I wanted to share it because I like Northbridge's work, and I don't. I don't think it was Madison Square Garden that he that I had of his. I know they did Northbridge remaster. Northbridge did a remaster of uh, Osaka nine twenty nine seventy one. Another legendary show that I did love. So there you go. Can't have too many versions of a great show, right? Well, moving right along. I would like to now play Cashmere uh, because this is the tour at which this was debuted, you know, and I like Cashmere played with the Les Paul more than with the Dan Electro. I don't know if he was using the, I don't think he was using the uh, Les Paul on this. I don't know, man. I don't know. I like Cashmere. Let's listen to it. It's a good song. Um, it does sound a little bit limited because they're working with the Mellotron and stuff, 1975 technology, but it's a great tune. And it's, you know, it's people in this audience, unless they were there a couple nights before for a lot of folks, this is the first time they're hearing this tune live. And at the beginning of the tour, before physical graffiti came out and they would whip that out. It's the first time people were hearing that song ever. Can you imagine that hearing Kashmir live for the first time? Holy fuck. All right, friendos, Kashmir, let's get to it. Still Seattle, 321.75, Northbridge Remaster, Master, Master, Master. Enjoy.
Oh, it's my ears. 
This is an Elvis Presley show. Hi, everybody. That last song holds great significance for us, really, because Kashmir is a place we haven't been yet. <laughs> so if we can write a song about it before we get there, what happens when we get there? And song now of another journey, a journey with uh, more somber intonations, I think. This features once again the nimble fingers. Lovely. Lovely. You're never going to know what song John Paul Jones is going to play. Never. Never. And there's no way for you to find out. Unless you're already on this recording or know the set list for the 75 tour or go to heartofmarkness.com and download this show for free because I have it for free for you. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. So you can go to heartofmarkness.com and get just about any of the shows, any and all of the shows that I've covered in the last 200 plus episodes in five years. So do that. These saw, these shows are good to have. Let me um, give you the set list for this. Uh, show it is starts with rock and roll sick again over the hills and far away in my time of dying song remains the same the rain song cashmere no quarter that was the next song a rare appearance of since i've been loving you for this tour trampled underfoot moby dick dazed and confused stairway to heaven whole lot of love black dog communication breakdown into heartbreaker Good stuff, man. I hope you like this. Part of Northbridge's uh, The Stereo Project. Remixed and remastered by Northbridge. It is really neat to have. It's nice. The sound is really good. Uh, it's a great performance. It's a legendary show. And go get it. You should have it. If you don't have it, get it. If you don't have this particular one, get it. That's what it's for. Grab it for free. Man, listen to it until, I don't know, your tits fall off. Who knows? This is all brought to you, this entire shebang, courtesy of my beloved patrons, the titans upon whose shoulders rests this humble yet mighty podcast. They are as follows. Keith, Brian, Matt, Steve, Big Ed, Kenny, John from West Footscray, Picard, Knegern, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, not from Melbourne, Australia, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Solamente, David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. Thank you, friends. You guys are awesome. They're the ones that help pay for the lights. Well, not the lights, typically, but, you know. The hosting. All the different hosting, so many hostings, SoundCloud hosting, mega cloud storage hosting, website hosting, so many things these guys cover for you. And guys, this month, you, these are the patrons, the Titans, not the rebel, get a wonderful, hopefully, uh, really neat patron only podcast for the month of March. I just... In fact, while you were listening to this podcast, I was downloading 
um, a demo tape from late 83, early 1984, probably early 1984, uh, of Jimmy Page and Paul Rogers um, jamming together. And I'd not heard that before. It's different than the firm demos and the different rehearsals and stuff. I'd never heard these. The sound is good. The performances are really neat. Sounds almost like um, it was probably right after the Arms tour when they decided to strike while the iron is hot and work on putting the firm together and come up with some songs. There's some really cool shit. And it almost sounds like Death Wish 2 Jimmy playing. It doesn't have all the necessary effects that he put on, like the chorus and the flange uh, when the firm came out. So it's much more straightforward, still Telecaster, still B-Bender, but with a little bite to it. I think it's neat. So why don't you play it for us, Mark? No. Patrons only. They're the ones that get the good stuff. So become a patron, right? Patreon.com slash heartofmarkness.com or the patron button at heartofmarkness.com when you grab these shows. If you want to take a look, see if there's something there for you. All right. Thank you. I'm also on Twitter. Please follow me on Twitter. I would love to be friends. Heart of Markness is the name of. And there is a Facebook group with a couple hundred folks in it. The Heart of Markness Facebook group. Join that too if you're of a mind. All right. Back to it. Last song. Boom. Home stretch. Boom. 34 minutes in. Hmm. I'm trying to keep these under an hour. And uh, about 40, 45 minutes seems to be the sweet spot. I've heard from you folks that... uh, Some of you like to just have this be just long enough to go to work and come back. Whatever. I aim to please. And, you know, I didn't want to throw a 45-minute Days and Confused in here because that just bogs the whole thing down. If you don't want to listen to that, that's three-quarters of an hour, man. And it's not the best Dazed and Confused. It's simply the longest Dazed and Confused. Are you confused? No. Dazed? No. Excellent. Let's move forward. This next song I'm going to play for you is a little out of left field. It's not that it's weird, but it's not one that usually gets played because it's the same every single night that they play it. It is the Rain song. And I don't know why I just have a soft spot. I mean, this version is very well played, but um, I have a soft spot for this performance. And I think it's Robert's falsettos. It's just sweet. It's a beautiful song. It's an unbelievably beautiful song. The guitar playing is amazing. The chord structure is amazing with the open tunings. Jonesy on the Mellotron with this with the Mellotron strings. Also good. The whole thing is beautiful and lovely. And let's end with something beautiful and lovely, shall we? Ladies und gentlemen and others. The Rain Song. It is the springtime of my loving The second season I am to know You are the sunlight in my growing So little warmth I've felt before 
the summer of my smiles. It should be the summer of everybody's smiles, right? Even our friend here who plays the Mellotron. John Paul Jones on Mellotron. John Paul Jones. <laughs> Mellotron is uh, a very easy way of carrying around a 36-piece orchestra uh, with the aid of tapes and a good evening. John Paul Jones is a very easy way of being an orchestra. Yes, he does. And you fucks did him dirty when you went out on the road without him in the 90s. I get it. I get it. Robert was so much. I'm not. And this is not Led Zeppelin. This is not Led Zeppelin. It's just me and Jimmy Page playing Led Zeppelin songs for the first time together. But it's not Led Zeppelin. And if we bring John Paul Jones into it, it'll be too brings John Paul Jones into it, he wouldn't have any control. Because he had leverage over Jimmy at the time because his career was much bigger than Jimmy's at the time. And this is the raw power of the, of the money coming in at the time, not who's better or who's cooler. Robert had the upper hand. He had the successful career. He was just coming off the Fate of Nations tour. Hit album, hit tour, hit videos, ba-da-da-da-da. Jonesy would have come in and uh, said, no, that's not how we're doing it. We should do it like this. <clears throat> I don't know, man. Sour grapes. All right, guys. I'm done. Hooray. We made it another week. Made it through another episode. 208. 
next week. I don't know. I do have a page plant show from Australia. Maybe I'll do that. Who knows? Who know? And who knows what I will discover in the you know in the meantime. So thank you for listening. And if you want to, you can always reach me at mark at heartofmarkness.com or at, through any of the other different things. I'm also on YouTube, but they pissed me off because they wouldn't let me post my 200th episode. Gave me a bunch of grief. So I stepped away for a minute because I got angry like a child. But I do have 199 of my episodes on YouTube and we'll we'll end up caving and uh, muting or deleting the content that offends them and get up there again. All right. Thank you very much, folks. Please be good to yourselves and each other. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope I brought you a little bit of joy and a smile. And, uh, you know, hopefully blew your mind and introduced you to some new stuff you never even knew existed. All right, friends, go to heartofmarkness.com, grab these shows, and be good to yourselves and each other. Adios.